Welcome to Drive Time, where we look to jumpstart amazing conversations. I'm your host, Ryan McElrath, high school pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you've joined us. Now, let's put it in drive. Welcome to another episode of Drive Time, where we answer kids' questions to spark amazing conversations. It is March 12th. What an amazing day. I hope everyone uh, I hope everyone is okay. Daylight savings time. Hope you got enough sleep. Hopefully you went to bed an hour earlier so that you didn't lose an hour. But, you know, springing forward. But it is March 12th and we're excited to be here. With me again is my very good friend, Jane Claire Reagan. Welcome back, Jane Claire. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. How has your week been? It's been good. Very good. good. Now that you're famous and you've been on the podcast. Yeah. I've become a celebrity. Celebrity status. Signing autographs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Hey, did you know that today, March 12th, Daylight Savings Time, is National Girl Scout Day? Really? Yeah. I was a Girl Scout once. You were? Yeah. Just once? Um, Yeah. One year. One year. Mm -hmm. I like it. And did you sell the cookies? Um, I don't think we ever sold any cookies. No. It was a pretty low-key Girl Scout. Oh, just like relaxed. Yeah, we kind of played games and ate Doritos. That's all we did. If you do you eat Girl Scout cookies? Absolutely I do. Okay, so what is your go to Girl Scout cookie? Thin mints, obviously. Oh, you okay. Because you said the word obviously, I feel like I can't have a different answer. Oh, you can absolutely have a different answer, but I personally like Thin Mints. Thin thin Mints, obviously. Uh, Yes, a Thin Mint is good. Have you ever stuck a Thin Mint in a freezer? I have. Okay, just making sure. Uh, You don't have to to agree with me, but my favorite Girl Scout cookie is a Samoa. Those are good. Yeah. Back in the day, when I was a little kid, they were somehow thicker and bigger. They've gotten a little skinnier. Less... Samoa on top. So, you know, I don't I don't eat them very much anymore, but I do remember a good Samoa. Thin mint, Samoa, very, very cool. Hey, did you know? You guys ready for this? Everybody ready for this? Did you know that koala, mm. koalas have fingerprints? They do. They are they do. unique? They are unique. Chimpanzees and gorillas have human-like fingerprints, and so do koalas. In fact, koala prints are very similar to human fingerprints, even to expert crime scene investigators. And I like how they've said, as of yet, no koalas have framed humans for their crimes. Mm. But we now know that it's possible. Yeah, could happen. I don't don't see very many evil koala. They're so snuggly. Yeah. It's hard to imagine them evil. Most of the time, they're just asleep. Yeah. It's really hard to prevent a crime if you're sleeping 23 and a half hours out of the day Mm -hmm. and the other half hour you're just chomping on leaves yeah anyway do you like a koala i do like koalas did you know that they're not bears um yes actually i didn't know that yeah they're not qualified oh yeah that's all i wanted to do qualifications didn't have all the qualifications all i wanted to do everyone is use a pun today all right it is march 12th and we have a question that came to us From Josie, Josie asks us, who are God's children? So let's give a really quick 10,000-foot level answer. Who are God's children? What would you say, Jane Claire? I would say everyone who wants to be. 
That's right. God's children are the people who have given their lives to Jesus. Now, it's a very, it's a step question. And by step, I mean, if we start at the bottom and we work our way up, we'll get to the fact that all people who believe in Jesus are God's children. But let's start at the beginning. Okay, God created all people. And at some point, he took a man named Abraham and he moved him to his special land and said, you are going to be my people. And so for a long time, Abraham and Abraham's descendants, the Hebrews, the Jews, the Israelites, they were God's children. They were God's people set apart as a holy nation, a royal priesthood. It says that in Exodus chapter 19. But after Jesus Christ comes and gives his life on the cross and raises on the third day, later on, Peter writes in his letter that we are all a royal priesthood and a holy nation. God's children are the people who believe in Jesus. We become a child of God when we believe that Jesus died for our sins, was buried, and rose again. And only when we believe in Jesus and what he did for us can we become a child of God. I liken it to this term of adoption. Jane Claire, read us what Paul says in Ephesians 1.5. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. I love this picture of adoption because Jesus is our heavenly father, loved us so much that he brought us into his family from wherever we were. In our sin and in our, in our failures, when we believe in Jesus, God brings us into his family and makes us his sons and daughters. And people who don't believe in Jesus are not God's children because they have not placed their faith in Jesus but they can still become part of God's children. That's why we get to tell everyone we know about the love of Jesus Christ, because anyone can become a child of God. Becoming a child of God, becoming a child of God is not hard. Anyone can become a child of God. They have to believe that Jesus died for their sins, was buried and rose again. That's all it takes to become part of God's children. But to be a child of God is a very difficult thing. To be a Christian is a very difficult thing. What, are, what is one thing you would say, Jane Claire, that is difficult about being a child of God, about being a Christian in this world? I think you have to be okay with not being the same as everyone else and doing what's right, even if it's not as fun. That's right. We have to be okay for to be standing apart. As the Scripture says in Exodus and Peter, we have to be holy nation. Holy means set apart. It means when everything else is doing, if everything is going one way, we have to stand for what is right for Jesus. I heard it said this way. Tell me if you've ever heard this, Jane Claire. I've heard it said this way. Wrong is wrong, even if no one is doing it. Or No, sorry. Let me fix that. Wrong is wrong, even if everyone is doing it. And right is right, even if no one is doing it. I've never heard it said that way. Yeah. That means sometimes if everyone's doing it, it doesn't make it right. And sometimes the right things that we have to do are when no one else is doing them because everyone's doing the wrong thing. And so we have to set ourselves apart by being a child of God. First John 3, 1 John 3.1 says, See what amazing love the Father has given us. We are called the children of God. And that's what we are. The world doesn't know us because it didn't know him. 
And so we are to be set apart. Parents have conversations on what does it look like for you to stand apart as a family, for you to own the beautiful title of child of God. These are hard conversations, but they are so worth it. So have some good conversations. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Drive Time. I pray that this short listen will turn into a road trip conversation with your family. I'll see you next time.